Boda Vista. Boda Vista. I, yeah. Okay. Say it with me, everybody. Boda, Boda Vista. Vista. There we go. All right. Welcome to the Exploring Washington State podcast. Here's your host, Scott Cowan. My guest today is Mackenzie Passiger, otherwise known as my daughter. And Mackenzie's been here for a little over a week, and we thought we would take the time to record an episode kind of recounting our journeys around Washington in the last few days. So, Kenzie, welcome. Thanks for being here. Thanks for having me. And glad you're leaving. No, just kidding. Not that you had a choice, but you know. Right. (laughs) So what I thought we would do for this is we'd just kind of go in kind of a a chronological um, journey through through your adventures here. So let's start off with you arrived at SeaTac and we did a couple things in Seattle. So why don't you tell the listeners what we saw in Seattle? Yeah, so when I landed, we kind of just drove around looking at the city for a little bit because we had some time to kill. Um, And then we got to visit Bob Blade. He is the owner of Salt Blade Salami in Seattle, and he makes these really delicious artisanal salamis. And he invited us over because he is currently renovating a new building to move his production into, which will just like completely multiply how much he's able to produce. So that was really cool because we got to go visit him where they're currently making all of their salami and we got to see like how they're stuffing it and casing it. And then the, what do you call that? Like a dehydrating room or the curing room, the curing room, room, right? Um, The packaging and all of that. And then he took us over to see the new building, um, which was pretty cool because it's only like a block away from where he will, where he's currently at. Why don't you elaborate on the, like the differences between where Salt Blade currently is and how they're functioning and what they're going to be moving towards. So right now they're in just like a really pretty tight closed space. They've got, you know, a lot of workers and it's, I mean, cramped is kind of the only word that's coming to mind. And I don't mean it in a negative way. Um, but it's a very close knit group of people working, but the new building that they're moving into is just absolutely massive. I can't remember how big he said it was. Um, but it's absolutely massive. Yeah. I think somewhere around 7,000 square feet. Yeah. I think that sounds about right. So it's going to be a huge upgrade for them and they've got, um, rooms built out just like hold their spices in. And then they are going to have a large production area with very high ceilings and just, I don't know, nice concrete floors, a lot more space. Right. Okay. So after we were done with Salt Blade. Yeah. So then we drove, we drove to Wenatchee and we went over highway two through Stevens pass, which I don't think I've actually ever, I don't think I've been through there before, actually. And it was really beautiful. We normally drive through Blewett, over Blewett. Um, but I have to say, I prefer Stevens Pass a whole a whole lot more. And we drove through Gold Barn, just outside of Gold Barn. We stopped at this gas station, which has absolutely nothing to do with anything. But we stopped at this gas station and got a snack. And I got like this frozen 
mango sorbet with chamoy on it. And if anyone who's driven through Gold Bar knows which gas station I'm talking about, you need to start recommending it to your friends because this place is awesome. Yeah, it's a Chevron station, just so you know. Well, there you go. Anyway, so we drove through there and then we got to Wenatchee. Um, And then that first evening, I don't think we really did anything. Can't remember. We did. We we went somewhere for dinner, but it live radio without a net, folks. I can't remember where we went that night. No, Edie made dinner. That's why I can't remember it. My stepmom made dinner. That's why it was the next evening. The next day is when we went to McLean's with Caitlin and I had the most delicious blueberry prosciutto pizza. And I don't know why I ordered this because I don't like blueberries and I don't like prosciutto, but the combination just for some reason like piqued my interest and I was like, I have to order this. And oh my God, it was delicious. And Caitlin ended up ordering some like a gluten-free beat my goat pizza. So her pizza had a really tasty gluten-free pizza uh, crust. And then it had beets all over it and goat cheese. And I think there was like arugula on top of it. I can't remember. What did you have? I had the, I don't remember what I had. Oh, I had the Greek pizza. Oh yeah. You had the Greek pizza. So that was fun. They have this really cool like outdoor seating area um, on their patio with just filled with beautiful flowers and um, pots and vases and everything hanging up. They do do live music there as well. And then it was fun because when we were there, the waitress that sat us down told us that the owner, um, cause they're like a farm to table type place. And the owner had a bunch of extra tomato plants that he wasn't able to use this year. And if you plant tomatoes, you know that you can get an excess of them really quickly. Um, and they were giving those away. Like it was, I think it was like one per family or something. And she said they do this every year. Which I thought was really cool. And you had, what was the beer that you had there that you were, you were really pleased with? Oh, I can't remember. They only had, I think they only had two different IPAs and it was one of the IPAs. It was really hazy and I want to say hazy mama, but that's not right. But I'm going to look that up now. So while we fill this dead air, I will take over for a few seconds here. For those of you that are new to the podcast or new to listening to explore Washington state. You may wonder why are we having this conversation in just who exactly is Mackenzie and why are we talking to her? So Mackenzie's my daughter and she runs our social media profile on Instagram and, and places like that. And she is living in Europe and this allows, so explore Washington state allows her to um, have contact back with home and it allows me to do something uh, fun with, with, with my daughter. So this is kind of what we try to accomplish. And then a couple times a year as, as schedules allow, um, Kenzie has two children and, and a husband and she can't just like fly back for fun. Um, all the time we try to get her to come over here. And this trip was all about spending 10 days trying to do as much exploring of the state as we possibly could together. And then just to make matters difficult, I got sick and I'm still not feeling well. So a lot of this trip, Kenzie ended up going with my wife, Edie, as as her companion, her service person. How's that? We'll call her Edie a service person. There we go. And um, 
And so this, this is why we're doing this. And we're trying to recap this, this visit because we're sharing a lot of it on the social channels. And we, I say we collectively got to meet in person with a lot of people we've done things with virtually before. And so this is kind of trying to tie all that together for everybody. Okay, so to go back to the beer at McLean's in Wenatchee, I stand corrected. They do have five different IPAs, and the one that I went for, which was recommended to me by the waitress, is the Bod His Uffa IPA. Boda Vista. Boda Vista. I don't know how everyone else can pronounce that. I can't. Boda Vista. Boda Vista. Boda Vista. I, yeah, okay. Say it with me, everybody. Boda, Boda Vista. Vista. There we go. All right. Um. So that's what we did. And then the next day, we went to Union Hill Cider, which is out in East Wenatchee. And it's like right next to this golf course, which is absolutely beautiful because you've just got like this greenery all around you. And it's a cute little cider place. They had, I don't know how many ciders on top when we were there, but we did a flight. So I got to try all of them. Um, And it's just nice. You go and you sit down outdoors and they've got this just long lawn and you can play. um, Oh, what is that? Now I'm forgetting what the name of that game is called. Cornhole. Cornhole. You can play cornhole. And right next to you are like a bunch of cherry trees. It's a big orchard right next door. Um, And it was just cool. And we saw a couple families with small kids there and they were running around and playing. I know that they did like a dog days thing recently where everyone that was visiting could bring their dogs. Um, And so it was just a fun, super relaxed, totally not pretentious at all, cidery. And I'm personally not a huge cider fan, but I really thought theirs were quite tasty. And they're not as sweet as I've... They're not as sweet as like English ciders, for example, that I've had in the past. Um... But a super cute area, definitely good for like a date night or just like a day out with your family. Lots of options there. What you also over forgot to mention is that it overlooks the Columbia. So you're sitting high up um, north of the Columbia River, looking down over over the Columbia as it as it goes through the uh, view there. So it is it's, it's an awesome looking place. It is really honestly just beautiful. All right. So this this is the part of the journey where I stop participating and Mackenzie's going to tell you more. But actually, that's not true. We did a couple things the next day. Um, we went to Waterville. Yes. Went, <laughs> yes, we went to Waterville. Um, why don't you? I just, you know, I don't want to hate on any town. I really don't. And it's a cute little area, you know, cute little buildings. Totally just this podunk, small town vibe. Um, but we drove to Waterville because you had to do something for uh, work and then we went out to Cooley City, which was really quite impressive, honestly, seeing the the Grand Cooley Dam. I had never seen it in person before. Um, and it, I mean, it's massive. That thing is really impressive. And I'm not into like dams or things like that, but I would be very tempted to do a tour there just to find out more of the history because it's just, I mean, I've done the Hoover Dam, but this thing is just, I don't know. It's just unexpected. And then we went out to Banks Lake electric city which in these whole areas are just like they're small towns they're cute there's not really a whole lot going on but we did go to this place was that in electric city or in cooley city uh voltage so you're missing mixing up your cities so cooley city is at the south end of banks lake 
you drive along Banks Lake, you go up to Electric City. The next city is Cooley, um, Grand Cooley. Mm. The dam is called Grand Cooley. And then there's the town of Cooley Dam. So in Grand Cooley. I hope Cooley, the audience can see why and how that would be confusing. Right. And so in, at Cooley, in the town of Cooley Dam, we went to a coffee shop called Voltage. Okay, now that I'm even more confused than I was in the beginning, <laughs> we went to this cafe called Voltage, um, and it was it was good. They have nice coffee. I got an Italian soda and a peanut butter cookie about the size of my face. Ten out of ten, definitely recommend. Um, but that's pretty much where your journey stopped because that's when you really were like, you're so sick, you can't do anything. And Edie and I headed out to Walla Walla the following day. Um, and I've also never been to Walla Walla before. So that was really exciting for me. We got to stay at the Finch, which is a hotel that my dad has stayed at several times. And you've always said that you just love it. Yeah. I think think the Finch is great. It's a, it's a fun place. I don't think of hotels as fun really, but I've always just found the Finch to be a very comfortable place. Home away from home type thing for me. No, that I can totally see. I thought it was cool. It was just like a lot of bright colors, a lot of orange, a lot of wood. It was this like modern retro kind of vibe for me. Um, and it's like an open open building plan. I don't know the technical term for that. But we stayed in a double room, which was really nice. It had a TV, like a mini fridge for the wine, and then a shower that was just massive. Um and it was just cute. I don't know. The whole property was cute. And they had this like outdoor fire pit and they were selling like s'mores kits inside. And I was like, oh, that's kind of, had it been a little bit warmer in the evening, I probably would have wanted to do that. Or like if you're traveling with kids, that would be really fun. And then what else I thought was really cool. And we were talking to the general manager there. Um, they have this like juice truck on the property and she's there, I think, pretty much seven days a week. So you can grab like a fresh juice in the morning. And then she said, I think it was like once a week, they have a food truck come and they're trying to build this like whole community feeling around the Finch. And they want to be like an integral part of the whole scene in Walla Walla, which makes sense because it was like not even a two minute walk and you're on the main street, you're downtown. You're at your first winery where you can go tasting. And that is exactly what we did because we were thirsty and ready to try some wine. So where did you guys go to? We ended up going to Bledsoe Wines. I think their name is the Family Wine. Bledsoe, yeah, Bledsoe Family Winery. And we just walked by it because it was like right on the corner and it's just like this very cute wine bar um so we sat down there we did a bunch of we did a tasting and tried a bunch of different wines personally i love their healy rosé um i just thought it was it was delicious it was so good their chardonnay was also really all of their wines were really good but if i had to choose one i would definitely choose the healy rosé which we did end up taking a bottle back with us And when we were sitting there, there was a gentleman who was, or rather is still a, I think he was like a level three sommelier for wine and whiskey. 
And he recommended that we go down to Gord, which is a different winery just down the road. And so we went there and we walked by and it was so hard to miss because they had this like really cool um, country folksy band playing outside. And it was probably a group of like six or seven different people. And the waitress told me that one of the gentlemen playing the washboard, it was his band. He's 99 years old and he is their oldest wine club member. Oldest being because he's 99 or the longest because he was the first to join. Oldest as in age wise. Okay. Yeah. So we sat down there, did a tasting and that was fun. They had, you know, the outdoor music, which makes a huge difference as everyone knows. And then they had, um, in their outdoor patio area, they did have like a little fire pit type thing, um, which we didn't sit out, but it did look, it did look quite cozy. And so after that, we, um, we headed to Hathaway to eat dinner. And if you do nothing else in Walla Walla, you need to go to this restaurant. They are unexpectedly so good. They were recommended to me um, from Steph for who's she's also an influencer on Instagram. Very sweet. Check her out. Um, and she recommended that we go to Hadaway's on Alder. And I was like, okay, I like Southern food, um, but they're using local ingredients to the Pacific Northwest, which I thought was really cool. Um, so we popped in. They also had outdoor seating. We ended up sitting inside and we honestly, like we ate a lot. We had their pimento cheese, which is made with um, Beecher's flagship. Then we had their duck pate and it came with pickled uh, celery and onions. And then it came with a fig and wine gelée and like just this beautifully toasted grilled bread. Like it was, I told Edie, I said, when I die, you can serve this at my funeral. Like it was that good. And then, um, so after we had that, I went on to have the roasted oysters and Edie ended up eating their, um, smoked duck breast and dirty rice. And then we had these like amazing cocktails. Um, and they have like, they have a nice cocktail menu. It's not very big. So you know that what they're doing, they're doing very well. I had their bergamot sour, which was Earl Grey vodka, triple sec, lemon and egg white. And I am not a vodka person at all. I do love Earl Grey though. And yeah, that was, that was totally worth it. Okay. So you got your booze on. Yeah. You stayed at the Finch. Yeah. The next day. um, The next day. (laughs) The next day I woke up and took a very cold shower to wake myself up. And we headed down to Andre's Kitchen Mercado. And let me tell you, that was the best idea. I had the morning after, which is the best buttermilk biscuit I've ever had in my life. Topped with an aioli. There was bacon, egg, and fried chicken. And then like another um, another buttermilk biscuit. And I was like, I was trying not to have a hangover. I was doing pretty good. And then I ate this and I was like, okay, I can get on with my day. I'm ready to go. But what surprised me about Andre's was like that environment, the building that they're in, 
it does not look that big from the outside and you walk in and it's just like this massive space where they have downstairs they've got their bar they've got a seating area they've got like this whole section where they're selling beautiful house plants um and then you can like walk upstairs and there's a whole wraparound seating area upstairs as well and i don't know how old that building is but it's definitely not a newer one. And it just looks so cool. Like this mixture of like new and old. The staff was super friendly. And the only thing I could keep thinking about when we were there is like, I'm sitting here having breakfast. This is a place I would totally take my kids to in the morning. Equally at night, this would be a place where I could just like go out for drinks with my husband. And it's so versatile, which I just like, I don't know. Maybe I'm, I don't know. I loved it. I think Walla Walla. I'm fangirling over Walla Walla. So I'll I'll interject here. My my Andre's Kitchen experience was that I was told you got to check this place out. At the time, it was in a gas station. So the first time I went to Walla Walla and I stopped at Andre's Kitchen in the gas station, it was like mind blowingly cool. Like wow, this is you know not only is this great food, it's in a gas station. So I always thought that was very very interesting. And then um, kept going back and going back. And I, I actually uh, got to meet with, um, um, well, I got to, I got to meet with a, uh, I had, I, I had a conversation uh, with uh, Danny Partridge, uh, Danny Bonaducci of, uh, you know, the Partridge family, for those of you that like myself that are old, um, he and his wife um, were in Walla Walla doing some social media stuff. And, uh, well, I had talked to her and, and so we had, um, um, coordinated this. And so I stopped by and said, hi, where they were eating there. They were, they were checking it out on recommendations of everybody. So that was kind of cool. But then the last time I went there, I had was down there. And, and so I was starving because I was saving myself for going to Andre's kitchen and I didn't know that they'd moved. And I walked into the gas station and the whole left side of the building is empty. And I like almost cried and, uh, I was devastated. They didn't tell me and they moved and I didn't. And so I talked to the people at the gas station. They go, oh, they're just down the street. You should go check them out, blah, blah, blah. And I didn't want to at that time. But so I'm glad you got to check out their new space. And I'm looking forward to doing that on my next trip to Walla Walla. Oh yeah. It's totally worth it. Honestly. So where else did you go in Walla Walla the next day? Um, Cause I know you guys went to a couple other places. What other, what other things did you see? Oh, you saw the penitentiary. Oh yeah. Okay. So we stopped by Colville Patisserie. And then I grabbed a goat cheese and herb uh, croissant and Edie grabbed one of their brownies. Their gelato there though looked amazing. Like they had like a roasted banana flavor and I don't, I just wanted a sample of it, but they're not doing samples because of COVID. So I'm going to have to check them back out next time. But yes, I saw the penitentiary and what was funny about that was when I was telling my grandmother that we were going to Walla Walla. All she said was that she remembered as a child, her parents taking them, meaning the kids on a tour of the penitentiary. And I was like, I didn't, I don't, I don't know. Do I live under a rock? Am I the only person in Washington that didn't know that they had a penitentiary down there? Yes. Okay. Got that covered. So we drove by the penitentiary, which sits on like 540 acres of land, which just, Blows my mind the more I think about it. But yeah, so we got to drive by that and we were headed up to Spokane. And so 
I don't know what road we were on, but it was rolling hills of wheat for like mile after mile after mile. And it was, I don't know, it was beautiful, but it was kind of funny. And we stopped at the Palouse Falls. And I've obviously not spent a whole lot of time in Eastern Washington because that was my first time going there as well. And honestly, that changed my life. Like you see pictures on Instagram online of the Palouse Falls and you're like, oh yeah, that's, you know, that's really beautiful. And then you see it in person and you just like, I mean, it took my breath away. It was so just breathtaking. I can't describe it any other way. I personally like the ride from the highway to the falls. That to me is the most exciting part. Yeah, that's that's a that's a bumpy road. It's like a Disneyland ride for free. Um, but it was cool. And I was surprised down at the Palouse Falls. You know, they have a nice green area that you can sit and picnic at. You could totally make a day just hanging out there if you wanted to. They have bathrooms. I saw someone post once that there was a food truck down there. I don't know. I don't know how often that happens, but I know that it's been down there. Um, you can't camp there, which is a bummer, but you know, equally totally understandable. Um, yeah, if you haven't gone to Plouse Falls yet, you you need to go. Like this is your sign to go to the falls. Absolutely, it's it's very cool, and it's yeah, if you, I I concur that if you haven't been to Plouse Falls, you're missing out. I for those of us that grew up on the west side or currently live on the west side, and you don't explore eastern and central Washington very much, you're truly missing out. And Palouse Falls is one of those places that you got to go see. It's just, it's a must see. For sure. Yeah. Um, And so we left the falls and headed up to Spokane. We got to our hotel. We stayed at Hotel Ruby, um, which is really central to downtown. And that evening we didn't do a whole lot just because I was completely wiped out. We did order cookies from who do we get cookies from? Brewdoo. Brewdoo. Um, so that was just kind of like a fun little thing to do. You can order their cookies online and they deliver on late night. And then the next morning we woke up and we just wandered around the city. We went down and went to the wa- riverfront, which is so beautiful. Just wash- watching the rushing water. And the park itself is so clean and it's so well manicured, like all of the flowers, even the playground part. I was, I was really impressed with how big of a city Spokane is. They do a great job at keeping that area just perfect. Um, so we, we hung out down there for quite a while. Actually, we were looking at all the different flowers and, you know, doing that. And then we went up to First Avenue Coffee, which we always do. Um, that's probably one of my favorite spaces just to go hang out at, just because it is cozy. They have a great menu. Um, I ended up getting their drink, a seasonal drink called Lilac Days, which has lavender, butter, butterfly pea flower tea and lemonade in it. And it turns into this like beautiful purple drink. And it was so, so nice. And then Edie ended up trying their pour over coffee, Peru Alberto Gonzalez, which has cacao, cherry, lime and butterscotch notes. And I tried it and I thought it was really nice. It was just a very light coffee. 
Um, but they've got like a whole menu with different descriptions of the coffee, which I think is really nice. And they have a ton of gluten-free, um, pastries, vegan pastries, um, kind of cater a little bit to everyone there, which is really cool. You also met with, um, somebody that we've had as a guest. So first off, first Avenue coffee, uh, roast house coffee is the company that we partner with, uh, for our exploring Washington state blend coffee. So of course we love them. They're great. Um, their, their, their company ethics are cool. Deb, the owner is, um, she's awesome. She's, she's a very entertaining personality. If you're in Spokane, I'm sure you know her. Um, but you also went and had a conversation with somebody else that we've had on the podcast. And why don't you tell us about that? I was just thinking to myself, how could I space on that? Because we got to meet with the ladies from Botanical Bee Apothecary, And I always have a hard time saying that word. So please don't laugh at me. Um, Brewdoo. Brewdoo. Yeah. I can't. I have a hard time. So anyway, so we met up with the ladies and we got to go see their farm, which was really cool just to see where they're growing most of their ingredients for their skin products. Um, and we have a discount code for them. So we will throw those in the show notes for you guys to check out. Um, but we went with them down to Locust Cider and Brewing and we did a cider tasting, which was actually really fun just because they had a ton of new flavors at the moment. And... So I think my favorite was probably the blackberry sage one. And then they had a lemon dill cider, which I was looking at it and I love lemon and I love dill. And I was just trying to think, how are you going to combine this to make a tasty drink? I was like, but I have to try it. And it was so good. It was so worth it. All I could think about was a lemon and dill cider with like a nice piece of halibut for dinner. Oh yeah. What other, um, did you try the, any of their beers? I didn't try their beers. They had, um, they are making a Northwest IPA now, which I really wanted to try. Cause if you guys haven't got it, I'm a beer person. Um, but we did order. So I ordered a tasting with six and Edie ordered a tasting with six. And so I tried hers and then drank all of mine. And I was kind of like, okay, need to take it slow need to take it slow, you know, pace myself, all of that. Um, but I think next time I'm definitely going to try their beers. Yeah. I've never tried any of their beers either, but they have, I, my memory says that Locust has 10 tasting rooms across the state. So it's pretty cool. And they're currently moving their main production from their original production facility in Woodenville. They just purchased the space that heritage distilling had in gig Harbor. So heritage has moved out of their original distillery in gig harbor and and locust is moving in and putting a a new tasting room in gig harbor as well and so if you haven't tried locust ciders they're they're all around the state and they're really easy to find yeah they're in where are they they're in like tacoma walla walla spokane um seattle seattle olympia uh woodenville redmond yeah. Multiple locations in Seattle that gets us up to the 10. What? Yeah. Yeah. So we did that. Um, yeah. And like I said, then we walked around quite a bit and then we went to the kitty cantina, which for our listeners that are not from Spokane and want to take a visit there, you probably will need a car or public transportation just because it is in North Spokane. Um, but it is so worth it. So if you haven't heard about the kitty cantina yet, 
It is a cat cafe that works with local shelters um, to find homes for these cats. And they have, I'm checking now, they've adopted over 511 cats to different people since they opened up. And they've been open probably about a year for, yeah, exactly one year today at the time of the recording. And you can go in there and just get your coffee. I got one of those Red Bull Italian sodas just because I'd never had one. But you can go in and you can sit down and you can watch the cats playing. They have this amazing space with high, low, different swings. So much for these cats. Um, And a portion of their proceeds go to obviously taking care of the cats and they donate a lot of money as well. Um, Just just perfect if you love cats this is it what else did you guys do in spokane or have we have we have we covered spokane we have covered spokane yes because then we headed back down to wenatchee yesterday um and it was easy drive nothing remarkable other than some pretty wacky signs that we saw so if you're road tripping through washington keep your eye out there are some pretty funny and wildly inappropriate signs to be found along the side of the road. Care to share? I, I do want to share, but at the same time, I don't know if anyone's listening to this with their kids or if anyone's, you know, so I will keep them to myself. If someone's listening and they want to know, they can send me a message on Instagram because I have them all written down. Okay. Very good. So, that kind of is the recap of, of Kenzie's visit. And today is the day that she's going back over to Seattle. She flies out early the next day. And so we just thought we'd, you know, do this impromptu episode, but I'm going to now disclose a couple other things. So we're all about, you know, small businesses and, and helping celebrate the state of Washington. And Kenzie's all about that. She, she's, she's truly all about that, but she's, well, this is going to become an intervention. Kenzie has a problem. <laughs> so I pick her up at the airport. I haven't seen her. So she, she came, she surprised me last year for Thanksgiving. So she was here. So I, I haven't seen her since November, which is a pretty short time. You know, it's okay. And so I pick her up at the airport and what did you tell me, Mackenzie? I'm hungry. What do you want? Taco Bell. So we had a, Okay. Taco Bell in Seattle during the middle of the day. (laughs) Perfectly normal, said nobody ever. I mean, so we found a Taco Bell. Not only was it a Taco Bell, it was a Taco Bell and KFC. Even better. Why don't you share with our guests (laughs) what Um, you ordered? Okay, so I'm going to preface this by saying I live in Europe. Specifically, I live in... Austria in the Alps in a small town in a valley. I am surrounded by mountains. There is as well as there's okay, we have McDonald's and that's it. There's literally nothing. And I love Europe, but Austrian food is just it's not it. It's just not it. And there are things that you miss from home. And so I ordered <laughs> and I am not ashamed. I ordered, (laughs) I ordered a frozen Baja blast, which was, oh my God, it was so good. And then I ordered a bean and cheese burrito because we love the basics 
a crunch wrap supreme which physically hurt me and from uh kfc i got their spicy fried chicken sandwich and oh so good it was so so good although i do have to say the uh, barbecue place here in Wenatchee, what is it? Sweetwood, Sweetwater, Sweetwoods? Sweetwood, Sweetwood. Their chick- fried chicken sandwich is a million times better. But just getting right off of the plane and being hungry and homesick, and I'm like, I want this food and I need it now. And I was on the plane thinking about Taco Bell, and I felt I felt like this like peace wash over me when I realized. Not only do I want Taco Bell, I can get Taco Bell. So, folks, we're going to start a GoFundMe to help her break this addiction. No, just kidding. Is there anything else you want to say before we we close this one out, Kenz? I don't think I have anything else to say right now. I It was a really great 10 days, and it was fun to do this without the kids, just because I feel like we were able to do so much and see so much. Um, and I'm excited to bring them back in the summer so that they, they can experience some of the fun, you know, there's so much, there's so much to do in Washington. Even if you've lived here your entire life, there is seriously, honestly, still more to explore. All right. Well, everyone, thanks so much for listening to this episode. Uh, share the love, spread this around, share it with your friends, give us a a like, follow us subscriptions, you know, do all those things that we beg of you every every show or we should be begging of you every show and uh, remember until next time there's always more to explore join us next time for another episode of the exploring washington state podcast